Mike of characters, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience for recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James here. And we have a special guest. Introduce yourself, special guest. I am Kevin, and I care. Oh. Kevin cares. He's behind door number one. Uh, let me see. <laughs> uh, you got a script to finish. I threw myself off. I know. I got to get back to it. Uh, the opinion, opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on delusional thinking in this episode 108 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Woo-hoo. All right. 108. This is a, this is a su- surprise. I wasn't expecting to be in person today. And then all of a sudden, we're here in person for the first time in a while. That's cool. Yeah, well, it's a special day. And also, uh, Kevin told this story. I don't know the number. Do you, know, do you remember? Probably episode two, I think. If you listen to episode two, you might hear Kevin. Uh, no, you just want everybody to listen to you. Because uh, you were episode two. Uh, you got so uh, let's, let's go around the room. How everything has been the last little bit. Any hands who wants to go first the last seven days? I nominate you. Me? Okay. Um, so... I just told told these guys uh, pretty much officially. I haven't uh, talked to them yet, but in my head and uh, the prayers that I uh, have put out there, uh, the last couple of weeks I've been talking about a possible move to San Antonio and uh, different options within my job. And I am, I guess, saying it's the first time I'm officially going to be going to San Antonio and uh, for a job that I have been, I think, praying for direction to get for a very long time. And I'll be able to uh, support myself and my, my daughter and be there, thankfully, because technology, every single night, uh, my ex-wife, my daughter's mother said, you know, she would love to see you on FaceTime and to be able to do that every night. And friends of mine are like, oh, yeah, she's going to get old with that real quick. I really don't think so. Uh, because our focus is, you know, our daughter and what's best for her. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, it's a little scary, but not to the point where I'm letting fear make the decision. Because if fear was making the decision, I don't think I would go. I think I would say, you know what, I'm going to have a terrible relationship with her. And I would project everything that my disease would tell me to to feel. And I don't, I don't have to feel that today. So uh, this podcast will continue to go on remotely and every time that I'm back you know I don't think it's wrong um, to take that time because of the positive message that uh, this has brought the last 107 weeks um, that we've been doing it that as my daughter gets older if she's playing and we're recording a podcast in beautiful celebration Florida when I'm back for 30 minutes, I think that's a positive thing. So um, I'm really looking forward to uh, to do that. I'm grateful for you guys uh, to be along for the ride. So that's the last seven days. Who's next? Anybody? Any? Hey, hey, James? Thanks, buddy. Uh, congratulations. You know, definitely. It's well deserved. We will miss you. You know what? trading for this past year and half anyway. Pandemic, so like earlier, for me, but, um, so, Godspeed, my friend. Bon voyage. Uh, <laughs> I won't miss you. <laughs> no, but it's so great. It's so fun. 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 It's so fun.
and you were like, no, man, it's amazing, your journey, you know, through a pandemic, and, um, you know, yesterday I got to meet one of our Kevin? How's the uh, last week been? Or since we caught up with you last, too. It's been a while since I've uh, been with you guys here doing this. Um, it's been good, you know? I'm, I'm very happy to hear about what's going on with you. Uh, I'm happy to I'm happy to see James, because I haven't seen James in a lot since the pandemic. I'm happy to, well, always see Dennis. Kind of, no, like, steal my money. But, uh, just kidding. That's, that's okay. I didn't steal your money, I gave it back. If you need a dollar, let me know. <laughs> I'll shake my thumb. Um, but yeah, no, things are good. You know, so when you're solution based and you're living in the program and you're living with God, it just can't go bad. You know, I mean, I think for our topic is going to be delusional thinking here in a few minutes. And, you know, Mike touched on it a little bit with his promotion and this great opportunity, but our default sometimes goes to dark, and that's where the program and fellowship and sponsorship and friends all come in because, you know, they can, as, as hardwired as we are towards that sometimes, they help change that thinking and they help get us re-centered kind of focus but yeah everything's really good you you took some cool trips since we last i have taken some cool trips i went on a really cool cross-country road trip delivering patio furniture which was uh exhausting and exciting at the same time and it got me a full day in boston to play mr tourist uh with a pocket full of cash so that was a that was a blast um, first time I'd ever been in Boston. Got to go on the duck boats. Uh, first part of the tour when the duck boats were driving around was actually kind of boring. But when it hit the water, man, it was, that was a lot of fun. And uh, had real Boston clam chowder. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. It was real cool. It was a lot of fun. I wanted Dennis to go with me, but he wouldn't go. Uh, and no. then there were a couple of points during the trip. I'm glad he didn't because I would have been talking him off the ledge. It would have been ugly, so. Like getting stuck in traffic in a U-Haul in Manhattan? Yeah, uh, that one, but actually running into the toll booth was what I was most worried about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it was good. He was there in my heart, like he always did, so. It's all good. Awesome. Thank you, Kevin. Dennis? Let's skip Dennis. So if you want to hear more, Kevin, his episode is episode 55, where he tells us. Thanks, Dennis. Uh, my past week, I 
hung out with our friend Mike, with James and my sponsor Mike and Kevin yesterday for a little bit. And that's cool. He comes into town to get me every once in a while. That's always good to see him. Um, other than that, I'm still adjusting to the medication. You know, I think like it's still making me tired. Not as bad as it was, but it still needs to be tweaked some more. So that's really... It, it is what it is. It's not aggravating. It's not nothing. It's just sleepiness. Um, watched some good shows. I watched, I watched Westworld, which is an older show that I've never seen before, which is amazing. Um, the What If Marvel series like wrapped up this week, which I thought was great. I think that, like the end of it brought it all together, which I thought was really cool. James is telling me not to do any spoilers, but I won't. Um, Squid Game is still on top of the game. And Killing Eve is worth binging the whole thing. And on to you, Mike. <laughs> Thanks. So let's jump into the topic uh, of delusional thinking this morning, uh, the morning meeting. At our home group, every day, the same readings that go through. It's one of my favorite parts of the meeting to get there early and kind of hear it because it sets it up. I breathe in, breathe out. It's a bit of meditation knowing that that's how the meetings are starting and uh, more about alcoholism. I'm going to butcher it because I'm doing this off my head, but it says the delusional thinking that we are like other people or presently maybe has to be smashed. Actually, that might be word for word. Thank you. Uh, so I knew that my thinking was crazy before I came to the rooms the three months prior because it had got to a point where I was trying to taper it off. And I said, I'm going to go from this many drinks to this many. And then other things would come up and I would rationalize and be like, but that's not really a drink. You know, it's a sip. You know, so if I'm just sipping this alcohol, it's not actually a drink unless I made a drink with it. So I would do different things. And that was just me rationalizing anything. My delusional thinking of, you know, driving home. And, well, I'm not going to have a drink today unless that light turns red. If the light turns red, then I'll take a right and I'll go to the store. And then I would find myself slowing down or speeding up to try to actually have it hit a red light to do that. Um, and, that, I mean, that would be, it would be like every day. And if not, I would be so mad and I would try to find another reason. And then I would catch myself any time that my wife at the time needed anything from the store. I'd say, oh, no, don't worry, I'll get it. And I would go and then I would, you know, she wouldn't be paying attention how much stuff costs at the store. So I would get like, the most, the cheapest item, but say like, oh, it was actually a different price or whatever. So that way I could get a drink, drink as fast as possible. So I knew that I had to rationalize. And that was the delusional thinking that, you know what? Uh, I deserve this, the justification. Then I came into the rooms and realized that I was doing that with almost everything in my life. So any little thing that happened at work, delusionally I would build it up and make it so much worse that my boss did this to me and you know what because he's making me work extra hours that means it's fine that I'm actually drunk at work because I shouldn't be actually working right now so I'm here you get me 
but you get drunk me is what you get and that was one of those things in more about alcoholism that it says that you sit i set requirements of well i'm not going to do this i'm not going to drink at work so i'm not an alcoholic and then when i did drink at work and it was only once that was the day that i i i'll talk closer to the microphone so you can hear me Dennis actually just jumped on a piece of machinery and is backing it up to <laughs> destroy this podcast. It, need, it needed to move. Don't get right there. Then. Hold on. You're on. They can't hear you. You're <laughs> on the machine. <laughs> so, so the delusional thinking, it stopped when I came into the program and my sponsor told me that it was delusional thinking and thinking that just because I didn't drink like someone else at the room drank but it was it was different then i i wasn't a real alcoholic like they say um and now i know i'm just another bozo on the bus you know i love i love actually that i love the fact that we can all look different we can drink different things maybe different emotions that we have in our stories but now i like bonding over the fact that eh, we all have a higher power we turn it over to the steps and if you work the program, not your program, if you work the program as it's detailed out, you'll be good, you know? Uh, and also the final thing, yeah, if any uh, idea that I have in my head, before I act on it, I do check with somebody else because there's something in the back of my head that does go up. They say like hairs on the back of your neck. If I question if it's a good move, and I did that with San Antonio, uh, and everybody's like, this is a no-brainer. You have to do it. And still at that point now, I go, is it a no-brainer though? Like I question that because I want to make sure. Uh, so with, with that, I will pass to James and then Kevin and Dennis. You're going to be wrapping things up in, uh, I don't know. I mean, James is speaking next, so it might be like 30, 40 minutes. You know, it's kind of long-winded, Dennis. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff, Mike. I, I like how you brought up that we're bonding. And when you're with me, you're James Bond. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. You know, so, yeah, this is coming. Um, what I like is that, um, you know, because I've done this step, I've had a spiritual relationship. Um, you know, I am not in pain anymore. People tell me. And, um, but I, I still have, as people say, often because uh, I'm not doing what I want. Um, you know, I'm trying to the direction. You know, push things and take my will back. Like, I'm talking about in the book. And when I first came to the room, I was 23. My son was born, my first son. I would, uh, I would wake up and my day was broken. Uh, you know, I knew I had to work later in the day, but you know, I drink both. I love people. Can't do too much because then I won't be able to function. I can't wait to get out of work so I can do my work. 
So that was my favorite thing. And now the blue light form part of my life. I I didn't I don't know how I knew about Facebook. Um, probably movies and stuff, but I knew that every time I got Thanks, James. Special guest Kevin is going to be next. James forgot and hit the microphone to Dennis. They Dennis goes, I don't know what, I don't know what yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mike, for uh, correcting that. I know James does like me, even though he wants to ignore me. He did invite me, so I knew there was a reason I was sitting here. So. But, uh, yeah, piggybacking on what these guys were saying about the delusional thinking is in the literature it talks of, uh, um, more about alcoholism uh, it says it perfectly uh, you know switching from scotch to brand taking a trip, not taking a trip you know, all these things I did while I was drinking when I knew I was at the end because it just wasn't working but instead of quitting and looking for a way out I was just making adjustments to keep going and because that's all I knew you know I mean at that time um, we were sharing it last night at a meeting when you know when you first come in that's all you know and uh, the beauty of what we do here is when we bring our delusional thinking to the program the program helps adjust that thinking not through us at first it has to come from outside sources because, you know, I'm the center, you know, I, I may not be much, but I'm all I think about, you know, and, uh, and that's the truth. And so I need 
I need outside input from people that have gone before me. Uh, I used to think it was normal for everybody to drink into a blackout to the point of throwing up or, or urinating all over themselves. And I thought that's how everybody drank, you know, and uh, to come in and find out, no, that, that's not it. Uh, there was a guy that told a great analogy about how alcoholics think about alcohol. It's meeting this morning was, you know, like uh, if you think about green beans being on a table, you don't think about green beans until you see them on the table. And that's not us. We think about alcohol all the time. Well, normal people think like about alcohol like they do the green beans. And I was always thinking about it, you know, that that thing about being smashed and I love the words in the literature because of the old of the old definitions are like imagine smashed it has to be completely destroyed for us to move on and that's what I come in and I, when I bring that that stinking thinking in it just doesn't work anymore you know especially when I was graced I was blessed to be around solution people when I came in you know a bunch of old timers and they, they were about the solution so as much fun as they had beating me up they were also teaching me a lot and it was the excuses just don't work you know I have to be a part of it I'm responsible for my recovery and part of my recovery is changing the way I changing my outlook you know the serenity prayer is uh, grant me the uh, serenity to change the things I, I can't change well I can't change anybody else the courage to change the things I can are that's me. The courage to take the steps to change the way I think, the way I look about things, the way I interact with God and my, my brothers and sisters, and then the wisdom to know the difference. You know, that wisdom came a little bit later. But all of it is an adjustment. And, you know, the way I bring my thinking in when I first come in about drinking changes. I mean, it's been a long time. I don't even think about drinking anymore. But that delusional way of thinking has a way of creeping back in. I, I like to say it sometimes it comes in under the door because it just slips in. And the next thing I know, I'm caught up in. When I start thinking I know best, uh, it's just, it's not a good place to be. You know, I mean, I have a strong relationship with God. I have a strong relationship with some people and close friends that I bounce things off of because I know my brain, you know? And my brain is not my friend. My brain will get me in trouble and my brain will get me drunk if I let it, you know, because I don't know why. It's just, it's out to get me, <laughs> which is really weird because it's in my head and I don't know what to do about it, you know. But uh, the thing about it is to come in, practice the principles that I've been taught and follow the examples of the people that have gone before me or that are around me too. I mean, that's big. I'd like to say the only thing we can do in sobriety to help other people really is just to be a positive example you know have them look at us and go man that's what I want and that's you know that's how we represent God that's how that's how I honor my commitment with God for what he's done for me and uh, yeah the, st the stinking thinking's there it probably will be there all the time but luckily the program's there too and my relationship with people and God is there which is even stronger than that thinking so that's what's important. Is that good? Yeah. All right. Great. I'm done. Are we going to give it to Dennis? Nah. Uh, I, I would say, out. yeah, we're out we're here. Out. We're going to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. All you think about is green beans? <laughs>
<laughs> that's, what I, that's what I got. Sometimes I don't think about alcohol Depends anymore. On how hungry you are. Yeah, I don't think about it. It's green bean casserole, though. <laughs> there you go, Dan. Yeah, thank you. I'm saving the best for last. Oh, Christy, I. I, I'm actually glad this is a topic because just the other day I was having a conversation with my pet unicorn about this very thing. And uh, in that conversation, I thought I'd get a better laugh out of that. Thanks, guys. For We're, your support. We're letting the listeners laugh. Uh, Mike, you better be laughing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, unicorns are real. Yes, they are. I saw them on TV. They're horny. <laughs> uh, um, but I think I think the most delusional things I had about my drinking were uh, the this time's going to be different. You know, like okay, I got blackout drunk and woke up in my own vomit last night, but tonight it won't be like you know, it'll be different. <laughs> or the or the the idea of like, oh, I'm just going to have one drink or three drinks or five drinks tonight. That's it. When obviously that's not the case. You know, no matter what my intentions were, I was always going to get wasted. Like, that's just the way I drink. Um, But yeah, I like, I, I figured those things out almost like before I ever quit drinking. And I almost got to the point where I just accepted it. Like, when I started drinking, it was going to be a Russian roulette where I was going to be sociable, have a good time, and get to bed and sleep without being hungover. Or I was going to black out, wake up, and vomit. Who knows? It was like a mystery egg every time. Um, I'm glad I don't live that way anymore. Because that sucks. When you wake up and you really don't know what you did the next day, and you're like fearing, like, seeing the people that you were with or anything, getting calls from people, be like, oh, what happened to you? You just disappeared. Like, I don't know. I'm at home, though. Yeah. But uh, I think, like, now being sober, I think, like, the constant reminder and what, like, I think that phrase focused on is that we're not like other people. It's something I gotta remind myself about, you know, not only with my drinking, but with my anxiety and other things like that. It's like, if I wanna function in this world and live relatively happy and be a good person kind of thing, I have to do certain things that quote unquote normal people don't necessarily have to do, you know? And, you know, that involves staying connected, working the steps every day in my life that kind of stuff um going to meetings which i haven't been doing but we've discussed that plenty on this thing and then uh my friends and my sponsors decided to give me poop about that yesterday which gave me a little bit of anxiety uh, but it worked you know um but yeah i think like I don't know it's hard to think about delusional thinking because when i think about it i imagine like like the unicorn joke that i just made you know what i'm saying like someone who's like schizophrenic lived in like a delusion and i see the world as a all living in our own reality kind of thing so i could go off on a tangent about that 
But I think to stay focused and say what we're talking about, it, it's really about the delusions of ourselves. Like, who am I? What do, how do I got to function in life to, to be productive, to live, and, and what are the things that I have to do? And, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm rambling. I'm going to pass it off. All right. Thanks, Bennett. Uh, any other uh, burning desires before we close up shop? This was a great episode. Really appreciate all the, uh, the support, the fanfare for Dennis. He appreciates it too, you know. You know what he says that you're the fav- the favorite person out of the, the three of us, and whenever our guests are on. Who Dennis. who says that? Huh? Who uh, says that? Uh, yeah, unicorn. Not Kevin. <laughs> 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 Kevin. Uh, don't get it. Topic is delusional. delusional. Uh, <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> Welcome. We will be back next Thursday, sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 109. The Defective Characters Podcast. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, don't believe everything you think, Dennis. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. You didn't butcher that.